helping students and healthcare professionals not just survive, but thrive with a purpose. This is the CMDA Student Pulse Podcast with your host, Bill Reichart, National Director of CMDA Campus Ministries. Well, welcome to another episode of CMDA's Student Pulse Podcast. I'm Bill Reichert, National Director of Campus and Community Ministries here at CMDA. And my guest today is Dr. Allie McDowell. Allie, thanks for joining me. Thanks so much, Bill, for inviting me. Happy to be here. Well, before we get started, let me give a little introduction of who you are so people can get to know you a little bit. Allie graduated from uh, University of Kentucky College of Medicine, went on to her residency in general surgery at Southern Illinois University. Currently, Allie is a general surgeon and an endocrine surgeon at Indiana University, living in the Indianapolis area, uh, married to David now, uh, celebrating 10 years coming up here soon and involved in the local ministry, has had multiple opportunities of impact everywhere you've gone, Allie. I've noticed here at, uh, in Kentucky, you were part of the initial Connect the, uh, Connect the Docs, and, uh, and also been involved, I should also uh, not fail to mention, you were on the Board of Trustees as a young trustee, and so you've had national leadership responsibilities as well. So we're going to talk about mentoring, and you, m- many of you who are listening or watching have heard CMDA talk a lot about this, certainly more than just talk, of course, but you hear it. It's in the things that we talk about, the ministries throughout the uh, different communities at large, and Ali, you've been personally impacted through mentoring. It's been a big part of your life, your spiritual journey, and I thought it would be just a great opportunity to kind of add some color to this topic that we talk about and really talking about your story and your experience. So let me just ask you right off the bat, I mean, your journey with Christ. um, Now, this could be, be, you know, as part of your healthcare journey or uh, beyond that. Have you been a mentor? I mean, you've been a mentor. And and what difference has that made in your life and in the people that you've had a chance to impact? Yeah, thanks for that question. So uh, mentorship is really one of my biggest passions. And I think when God really first placed this on my heart was when I was a first year medical student now about 15 years ago. I learned in medical school that medicine is really a journey. Mm -hmm. Uh, Medical school and residency, fellowship, and even faculty life is a journey and not a race. And so um, pretty quickly I learned that I needed to get plugged into community. Mm -hmm. And so as a student, um, I was lucky enough to have three women that really poured into me as a student in the midst of their busy time in school. And through that, um, I was encouraged really to persevere um, because they really set an example for me uh, during, they've kind of been through the trials that I was currently going through. And so through God's word, I really felt like I was placed in a fertile ground to really flourish through mentors that were in my life. And so one of my kind of verses, if you don't mind if I share this with you is I really feel like speaks to mentorship is 1 Thessalonians 3, verse 12. And it says, may the master pour on the love so that it fills your lives and splashes over on everyone around you, just as it does from us to you. Mm. And I really feel like that's the heart of mentorship is that we are just allowing God to pour into us and that that we um, are then overflowing onto other people, if you will. Uh, I love that. It's, it's, you know, mentoring is a, byproduct of that deep abiding walk with the Lord. It's an overflow. It doesn't come out of a vacuum. 
So you, you had these women pour into your life. What was that time like? What, what are the things that you were engaged in as in this mentoring relationship? Yeah, so I think that mentorship can hold many forms, whether it's, you know, a spiritual mentor or a professional or a career mentor or a research mentor. Um, I think during that time in my life, it was we were pouring into Bible studies, you know, and, and allowing um, God to really speak to us through our his word. But I think what I learned through having a mentor is that really God teaches us to have a Paul and a Timothy in our life. So Paul being someone who's gone before us and can kind of share the road with us and Timothy meaning someone that we can share experiences with. And I really feel that at every station in your life that you should not only have a Paul, a mentor, but you are always capable of being a mentor and have that Timothy in your life as well. Well, that that's an important you know exhortation, but let me ask you this. That's more challenging, though, isn't it, to find those those Pauls or to we're busy. We've got busy schedules. A lot is vying for our time and attention. How do you how do you cut through the busyness? What how do you make mentoring a priority? Because I agree with everything you say, but there are real uh, challenges and barriers that often keep people from entering into those relationships. What are they and what, what would you say to help a person overcome those barriers? Yeah, so I think the uh, two barriers that I hear a lot about being a mentor or even being a mentee is both time and ability. And in terms of time, how I see it is really just inviting your mentee uh, along with you. Mm -hmm. So whether that is, hey, let's go grab a cup of coffee in between surgery cases or For me, sometime on the weekends, I'm going to go get a pedicure. And so I invite my mentee to come with me to get a pedicure because that's something I'm already planning to do. So really, and that's kind of like Jesus's model, right? Mm -hmm. He just said, come and follow me or um, come and see. And so for me, it's not often adding in additional time or workload. It's things that I am already planning to do and then just inviting Mm -hmm. somebody to come along with me. Yeah. And then the second barrier of ability. I think that a lot of people think that, well, I'm not um, at a point in my life where I'm able to be a mentor or I'm not good enough to be a mentor. Mm -hmm. And really, I think mentorship is really just about connecting. Mm -hmm. You're just sharing your life and then your, your mentee is going to learn both from your successes and failures. And so it's just about Mm -hmm. being authentic with somebody else. Right. Right. Yeah, I think so often we can think, well, mentoring has got to be some highly structured program or or a curriculum or something that we're doing. Although, I mean, there can be some structures and that's fine that you were talking about Bible study and there may have been some structures around that. But I think uh, it reminds me of an article I I read years ago called The Ministry of Hanging Out. And the idea was you, you invite people into your daily life. You bring them into your routines, whatever those might be, your hobbies, your interests. And, and so often I've heard those examples from mentors time and time again is that's where the most success is, is just inviting them into those. I mean, meals, that's a basic one. We all have to eat. So have a meal together <laughs> and you can Absolutely. start there. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, um, other times it is, you know, going to brunch after church on a Sunday. So, right. you know, my, my husband and I have to eat after <laughs> church. And so, you know, I even include my mentees with my family. So, mm. and I think as a 
uh, mentee, it's nice to see, well, how does this person do life? We each do life a little bit differently. And so it doesn't have to be excluding those other relationships that we have, but actually just bringing in the mentee with us. Right. Well, you're talking about those barriers and how to overcome them, which I think is very helpful. I think sometimes it's also a challenge of how does this thing begin? How did it begin with you? I, I think we anticipate, is it going to be some awkward conversation? Like, you know, will you be my mentor? Or are there natural on-ramps that make these opportunities possible? And maybe you can speak into that a little bit. Yeah, I think certainly I have found mentors and mentees through many different avenues. Mm. Some of that have been through professional organizations like the CMDA or other surgical organizations. Some of that have been very organic where I'm meeting people either at work or at church or you know on a missions trip. And some I think that the the ones that are structured, sometimes you go to something and there's like a, a meet and greet. And it's really sometimes meeting that person there and maybe it didn't start as you're gonna be my lifelong mentor, right. but this you connected and through that connection, um, hopefully you've, you've developed an organic relationship. And I think that the organic relationships often strive, or I should use the word thrive, not strive, yeah. more than those that are pre-set up. But if it is something that's kind of already set up, I think the other key is to know that it doesn't have to be forever. And if it doesn't work, then, you know, find another mentor or find another mentee. Yeah, yeah, there, there are seasons, and and given the nature of uh, the health, one's healthcare career, there's a lot of different seasons, whether it be medical school and residency, and then the professional career and and so forth. It and it's it's likely that people are going to, uh, they're going to be those relationships that start and stop. And uh, you know, Ecclesiastes talks about that, the different seasons, and it's it's perfectly okay to let those relationships have an have an end and a conclusion, and maybe. Putting that expectation on the forefront does also alleviate some concern as if somehow, you know, <laughs> you know, this is going to be a forever thing. And that that can be intimidating, too, at the, on the front end. Absolutely. You know, I think we kind of intuitively uh, understand the uh, benefit of someone being mentored. But talk a little bit about the flip side of the blessing. Uh, you know, you're pouring in. You have, you know, a Paul to a Timothy. How is that a blessing? How has that been a blessing to you, Allie? Yeah, well, um, I think that a lot of this journey, you know, there's a lot of times where you could feel really burned out. You know, we hear about that a lot in medicine. And I think really um, sharing experiences with somebody, quite frankly, has given me a lot of joy, both in their struggles, because quite frankly, a lot of times I've had that same struggle. And to be able to share what I've learned through that struggle or like when they have successes, just to really celebrate those successes. And so for me, I think it's really been a good way to combat burnout mm -hmm. because of um, just seeing that they're in those same experiences and that literally we're just sharing life together. I think, you know, if anything, it, it, it reminds us that we are not in this alone community is so important and the uh, the enemy would seek to isolate ourselves and with the busyness it can come a lot of isolation and we forget that uh, we need each other and we as you said earlier thrive when we're in community with one another and uh, yeah I think I'm I think I learned the most when I'm pouring into someone else it it it's like a boomerang effect. It comes right back. And uh, I'm as blessed as much as I may be perceived as being a blessing to someone. It's really a blessing to me. And uh, I grow. I grow. I, I'm challenged. This, 100%. I think it also kind of keeps mm -hmm. you um, 
in the word, right? So if you're having to almost be accountable to somebody else, then it's like, oh man, you want to um, be in the word um, so that you can share the word with them. Yeah. And again, I th- it goes back to your original comments, Allie. It's, it's, it just comes from an overflow of your walk with the Lord and you don't have to be the Bible answer person. You don't have to have, you, 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 that. these relationships aren't set up for that. They're, they're meant to be mutually encouraging. In fact, one of the things we have, we have a tool, I'll mention this now, and it'll be in our show notes. Uh, I don't know if you've seen it, but it's 20 questions. And it's an opportunity mm-hmm. just to tee up some very meaningful questions so that discussion can, can kind of, you know, begin to develop from that. That can, that can help encourage the relationship and uh, get to some, you know, spiritual, uh, spiritual issues as they might be. So simple things like that can just help encourage these kinds of relationships. So... Kind of as we kind of draw our conversation to a close, Allie, what would you say to somebody listening that both desires to have a mentor or maybe you can talk to the flip side as well to somebody listening that would want to be a mentor? What would you say to them as next steps? How would you encourage them moving forward? Yeah, so I think probably one of the first steps is deciding kind of where in your life do you want mentorship? I think not, no one mentor is going to fulfill every need, but through whether it's, you know, you're wanting a, a research mentor or a spiritual mentor or whatever, I think oftentimes what we get involved in, there are avenues to build those relationships. And then it's just about being available with your time, mm-hmm. coming with questions and making time for one another. Oh, I think that's important. You know, what I've seen too is when we make ourselves available, God seems mm-hmm. to provide opportunities. And so often when uh, students, I'll talk from that uh, side of the uh, coin, is student goes on a mission trip and they have a preceptor. Then that, that relationship I've seen so often cultivate into some kind of mentoring relationship because they made themselves available to go on a trip or national convention, you know, creating having an opportunity to meet other individuals that are, uh, you know, uh, you know, a little further along in their career, but who love the Lord. And those opportunities and connections can translate into opportunities for mentorship. But you don't get those opportunities if you stay at home. So putting yourself out there, being available, being connected, being engaged, I think, makes yourself available for opportunities as God may, may choose to open those doors. Yeah, absolutely. I think the key is just being in community and making mm-hmm. yourself available, like you said, yeah. Bill. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for this discussion. And I've, I failed to mention, too, that we're working together on a project that's uh, really an ongoing uh, project called the Mentoring Commission, and it has just begun to jumpstart. And, and that, again, I think echoes just how much value we put on this idea and this effort of mentoring, how much we want it, and it, and it is, but what we want to continue to press deeper still into it becoming a big part of the DNA of CMDA. And so thank you, Allie, for being a part of that commission. We've got a bunch of other individuals that are working together to continue to, to again, push this forward, to continue to uh, help others engage in mentoring, meaningful mentoring relationships. And so thank you, for what you're what you're doing now, even currently in those mentoring relationships, and for your involvement in all this, and uh, again, I appreciate appreciate what you do. Thank you, Alan. Absolutely, thank you so much for having me in this time together. And yeah, I'm looking forward to continuing with CMDA, working towards building more uh, mentorship relationships for other people nationally. Thank you so much. Thank you. Well, this is the part of the podcast where we tell you some things you need to know. First of all, 
On all of our podcasts, we encourage you to visit our website, studentpulsepodcast.com, where you can get the show notes and oftentimes the links we've mentioned with our guests, you can find there. And that information is available on every podcast. But some things you need to know is, first of all, we'd like to have you check out our Student Life app. It's on the App Store or through Google Play. And this is the one-stop shop for the information that you need to have. We have, of course, our podcasts on the Student app. We have uh, group studies, Bible studies that you can do personally or use in small groups or large group meetings at your campus chapter. Also, we have Faith Prescriptions. Now, Faith Prescriptions is a 20-plus curriculum video series that is available on the CMDA website, but we've made available just on the app the top five what we think are student applicable and relevant episodes that are available to you and your local student chapter. So check that out on the app as well. Also, as always, want you to check out our socials at Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We're there, and that is a place where you can get the most current information and the things that are important for you. And of course, we share a lot of pictures and you can see the kind of events that are happening all through CMDA. One of the things that's coming up is GMHC, Global Missions Health Conference, and that is in Louisville, Kentucky in early November. You can go to medicalmissions.com to get all the information, but we put that information on our socials. We put it also, we put announcements on the app. So any of those locations, you can get the information that you need to know. As always, we're grateful that you're listening to CMDA Student Pulse Podcast, and we look forward to talking to you next time. Take care. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time. CMDA's Student Pulse Podcast is a production of the Christian Medical and Dental Associations. The opinions expressed by guests on this podcast are not necessarily endorsed by the organization. CMDA is non-partisan and does not endorse political parties or candidates for public office. The views expressed on Student Pulse podcast reflect judgments regarding principles and values held by CMDA and its members.